Uh, and then we had with, with January taking January off, we've kind of, in my opinion, we've kind of been a juggernaut ever since. Absolutely. Now, we've caught, we've caught, we've caught some natural, uh, national attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, especially with someone sucking Charlie in the face. That did uh, happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad yeah. Rodney got to him first because yeah. I managed Charlie. Uh, Charlie and I worked together for almost a decade. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm in the back watching it like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A fag, and, and, you know, Rodney sticks the guy. Yeah, yeah as he and, should. And security, security yeah. moves the guy yeah. along. And, and Charlie is, you know, when Charlie shakes it off and goes, I mean, Poor security guy must have got hit like two, three times. Uh, yeah, because or because Charlie's trying to get around him to get the guy. Right. Um, you know, and we we got some attention for that. Uh, we got some attention because of poor Enzo and his injury. Um, and and you know, you know, I'm glad he recovered, but he really probably should have considered having representation. Mm. You know, representation could have prevented. Some of these things. People a certain pe- empire might have not happened. Yeah, but, you know. Exactly. Exactly. People don't think of these things. You don't go, well, you know, if I had representation, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> may have been a cricket bat that could have gotten in the way. Yeah, no, you know, maybe somebody could have lost, you know, mobility in a, in a, a knee or an ankle. I've got well, the words with it. I know. Yes. It, it, well, it was the words of Andrew Anderson that said the attorney of the Rabbit Empire violated attorney client privilege when the attorney uh, snuck up behind him for a cheap shot. What do you what do you make of that? I mean. Look. I think that it was just a, a series of miscommunications. That's what I believe. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, my, my attorney misunderstood a nod uh, and that uh, uh, Mr. Anderson mis- misunderstood the intention thereof. You know, it was all, it, obviously it, it was, it was smoothed over because we wouldn't have been uh, standing together at the Irving Convention Center if it hadn't been a, a giant misunderstanding. And obviously I explained it well enough that Andrew Anderson was willing to come to the ring with us and, and, and oh. not throttle me there. Uh, you know, but in that, let's, let's talk about what happened in Irving, shall we? Uh, so, you know, Mr. Anderson had come to the ring with the War Kings and the intention, as I'm sure you guys have noticed since our show at, uh, at, at Eddie Dean's Ranch in Dallas, Texas, is that the War Kings are going to climb to the very tippy top of the tag team because they were due to be a part of the tag team tournament uh, and due to forces outside of their control were unable to participate in it. So our attempt to collect the titles from OMGs was simply nothing more than we didn't get the shot that we were due. If we were given that, none of this would have been a thing. But now you have to take Teddy, it. Teddy wanted us to climb the ladder. So we start climbing the ladder. And so it was my intention that this six-man tag was really going to be a five-man tag. Mr. Anderson was there because it was required that we have a third uh, competitor on our team. But the intention was to prove to Teddy Knoll that 
Crimson and Jack Stain were going to do exactly what I had said they were going to do and climb to the very tippy top of the tag team ranks. And if that meant destroying three men in the process, that's what Teddy Long chose. It's not my fault. It's not the War King's fault. Jack Stain and Crimson are absolute saints. They're wonderful human beings. Uh, but even though this was communicated, I thought quite articulately to Andrew Anderson, Andrew Anderson wanted to be a part of things. And even though it was communicated, I thought quite clearly, both through what we discussed in the back and the things that Jackson Crimson were doing in the ring, Andrew Anderson decided, no, I'm going to tag the back of Jack Dane and get into the ring myself and do things. Uh, and he did that. And when he decided he wanted to tag out, the workings were like, no, you decided to go against the plan. If you're going to go against the plan, you go ahead. You show us all your good and hard work. Right. The problem is, is I don't want Andrew Anderson to get that pin. It needs to be Jack Stain. It needs to be Crimson because we are climbing the ladder. That's what we're doing. Teddy Long told us to climb the ladder. So we're going to climb the ladder. And it doesn't matter if it's the Awakening. It doesn't matter if it's the Mortons. It doesn't matter if it's OMG. It doesn't matter if it's Andrew Anderson and God himself. We're going to climb to the very top and claim the SWE Tag Team Championships. But Andrew went for a pinfall. Not my plan. I get up. I'm yelling at Andrew. Andrew knows full well. I communicated. I used English. Maybe not American English, but I used English. The correct English. The English you all should be speaking anyway. And instead, Andrew Anderson decided to take exception to the fact that I was correcting him on his decisions. Pulled me into the ring. Punched me in the face. Now, unwarranted, of course. Absolutely unwarranted. And if you are... You know, if you're if you're, you're friends and family with, with an employer, you care for that employer. And Jacks Dane, known Jacks for several years, Crimson, known Crimson for several years, been on separate continents with Crimson, was was there when Crimson challenged the Great Kali for his CWE Heavyweight Championship in what was it? Uh, uh, Pranipat, I believe it was. Or no, it's Udupai in Udupai, India. Wow. Uh, or Udupai. Udupai? Udupai? It's a word that starts with you and um, ends with pi. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I, you know, so I've known these lads forever. Forever. They are my friends. They care about me. They see me get hit. They come in the ring to protect their friend, protect their manager. It was nothing personal against Andrew Anderson. Nothing personal. Just a little bit of, you know, every once in a while, a family has a child that needs some correction. And I'm not saying that Andrew Anderson is a child. That's, that's, he, he's far too an impressive a competitor to call him a child. Uh, mm -hmm. And he hits too hard for me to say that in any way that's ever reco recorded. Uh, you know, he's not a child, but it's the closest when there's a family member who has done something wrong, you have to correct that path. Sometimes discipline has to be corporal. Sometimes. And it's just how, it, how, how society works. But may we discuss the interruption by Noby Bryant? I mean, we can, but what would you like? I mean, the fellow doesn't even understand trousers correctly. 
That I mean, one side's natural. short, the other side's long. What's going on with that? Because the Japanese <laughs> thought that that was an incredible fashion sense. I've seen the Japanese fashion sense. They're brilliantly creative people. None of it would float over here, probably because we're a bit stoic about fashion. And maybe it would be better if the Japanese fashion bled over here. I stand corrected. Maybe it's a good idea. But at the same time, what is with those trousers? They're I don't yeah. Well, just to, just to add to that, Nigel, I think this is the question a lot of people have. Is this infighting happened under your leadership of the rabbit empire? So what do you say to somebody that that feels that this could happen again under your leadership? Well, I mean, you make it sound like like this is something like, a, uh, you know, a, a uh, you know, a White House squabble. And, oh, there's been I mean, it's a family. Michael, it's a family. Families always end up having some level of disagreement, some level of infighting. You know, if and like any like any family, like any any uh, patriarchal figure, if if one one member of the family steps outside and does things wrong and becomes a, a, a prodigal son, you know, they they are absolutely absolutely welcome to to come back, repent of their sins, and be welcomed back with open mm. arms. We'll, we'll, we'll slaughter the fatted calf. We'll have a feast. We'll celebrate. All Andrew needs to do is admit that he made a mistake. Admit that he got a little bit too enthusiastic. Admit that things went to his head. Now, I, I, I have nothing but love and respect. But if Andrew insists on going down this path where he's interfering with the war kings, interfering with me, interfering with the rabid empire, who, who just a few months ago, he was very excited to be a part of. Mm -hmm. If he insists on doing that, then what, my hands are tied. What can I do but defend myself, defend my friends, defend my clients, defend the interests of the rabbit empire, which is to prove that the rabbit empire is one of the greatest, if not the greatest professional wrestling faction that exists today. Absolutely. So what I'm hearing is you have complete and utter confidence in your guys. I'll be completely and totally honest. If the war Kings stood across the ring from everyone, not anyone, everyone i pity everyone jacks dane crimson are warriors yes they are men who have served in this country's armed forces and god bless them for it they have fought defending everyone's right to be as whatever they want to be towards each other and right. after 2020 i think we all know that that really means Whatever we want, <laughs> we all decide. Well, now they have faced insurmountable odds. They are, in my estimation, maybe indestructible is the right uh, is not the right term. Maybe they're indomitable. They are, are, are they are a force in professional wrestling, the likes of which perhaps we have seen once before. Uh, and I, I'm excited about the very existence of them. I've been excited about the War Kings 
since since Crimson reached out to me years ago and said, Nigel, do you know anybody who has been a United States service person that's in professional wrestling? I mean, just the fact that the question gets floated, gets mm-hmm. the heart pumping, gets the yeah. excitement going. You know, and, and so put anybody, put everybody. The War Kings are going to end up the SWE tag team champions. We're going to represent this company in a way that only the War Kings and the Rabbit Empire can do. And that is by proving to the world that tag team action is at SWE Fury. And we're the top of the game. And on that note, I want to kick it to Forrest for a question. Forrest, what's your question? Yes, uh, um, Forrest, by the way, I guess I didn't hear me earlier. But anyways, I was going to ask you, so do you prefer, you were talking about your commentating, do you prefer managing or commentating? You know, it's, it's really funny. That, um, I do a lot of commentary. Uh, and I've, I've traveled internationally for, for commentary. Uh, that's the reason why I worked for uh, the Great Kali in India. It's the reason why I worked for the Pro Wrestling Federation of Pakistan. Uh, I do a lot of commentary for SWE and for several other companies. Uh, in, in the Dallas Metroplex. Uh, and there's a lot of fun in commentary, especially if you've got a great partner. If, you, if the person that you're working with is, is really good, really exceptional, uh, then commentary is exceptional. I love working with Bob Maltland. Uh, it is an absolute honor to sit next to Kevin Sullivan. It, it still makes uh, me a little giddy to think about it. Uh, but I've been blessed... Uh, with other people in, in other companies. I recently worked with uh, uh, Chris Russo and that was wonderful. Wow. Uh, I love working commentary with uh, Brittany Nicole. She is, she, when it, when it comes to wrestling knowledge, she is staggering. She mm-hmm. really is. She's one of my favorite people to, uh, she's one of my favorite people to watch independent wrestling with and, and pick her brain on, on what she thinks. Uh, and she's, uh, you know, one of my favorite people to go to a show with, uh, and, you know, come away with, okay, so what did you think of the show and listen to what she's, what she's got to say. Um, and the way I broke into the business is I broke in doing commentary. Uh, I, I got my, my, my first job in wrestling because a friend of mine who shares my, my same love for Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan as the greatest commentary tandem in, in professional wrestling history, uh, he ended up getting a, a, a silly little commentary spot uh, live over house mics in a small company in uh, uh, in Seven Points, Texas, uh, North Texas Wrestling Alliance, uh, which is actually the company that, uh, if you guys are familiar with, uh, former SWE star Barrett Brown. Uh, yeah. That's where, that's where yeah. Barrett, uh, that, that's the company that, that Barrett trained at uh, and had some of his very first matches at. Oh, okay. um, now, that's that's what I, I got into the business doing was doing commentary. Uh, but commentary over the house mics is not really well liked because, uh, you know, it, it, it gives away things in the business. If you're talking over the house mics about how someone's cheated and the referee isn't going, wait a minute, somebody cheated and you just admitted to it, you know, then, uh, you know, it, it, it looks kind of bad on the referees. Yeah. 
you know, um, you know, and you know, if, if you say, you know, say about someone's, you know, so ooh, someone's winding up for a super kick and the guy who is not winding up for the super kick doesn't go, wait, what I'm in danger. I need to get out of the ring. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you, you, you make people look, look dumb, make people look, you know, and you can always make the excuse of was well, too focused on this to pay attention, but there are folks who aren't too focused on that. And fans, fans notice that. And, and you know, we have to pay attention in, in this business to what fans notice um, because, you know, whether it's called, you know, smart marks or whether it's just someone watching and going, wait a minute, that didn't make sense. Why didn't it make sense? You know, if we make things, if things don't make sense, then we pull, pull people out of the, the believability of it. Mm-hmm. Now, sure. now, and if, if, if we stop suspending disbelief, stops being fun it's like going to a movie theater going to a movie and watching a movie and instead of the cgi awesome background you see the green screen yeah pulls you pulls you out of the experience you know Mm -hmm. sure it's fun to watch making of stuff and it's fun to learn about how things are done but when you want the story told you want everything within that little box if it's not inside that little box well then you you stop paying attention to that story stop paying attention to uh, and so while doing, while doing that commentary, was a new booker came in and, and stopped that commentary, uh, and I got moved to announcing. And, and so it was trying to find additional work to grow myself so that I could maybe see, you know, do I want to go in and, and work for, you know, WWE, Impact, you know, Ring of Honor, NWA, you know, et cetera, et cetera, at the time. You know, and, and how, you know, how can I get myself to the position to be able to do that? Well, you got to get reps in, you got to get experience, you got to build contacts. Well, you can't do any of that if you're just working one or two places. So I started looking to see if I could find places. Well, nobody wants to hire. You're no, not nobody wants. Nobody does a, a roulette reel or roulette wheel announcer. You know, they have an announcer that they like, and they yeah, stay they're... with that announcer. Yeah. Well. You know, because, I mean, it's like Howard Finkel. You know, Howard Finkel was WWF to WWE and then Lillian Garcia. And then, you know, I, and just like Michael Buffer and uh, was it, uh, was it Capetta? Joey Capetta? No, I don't know what the, the other WCW fellow was. But it's like Michael Buffer What was for, for WCW is, you know, you, you have people that you work with and you stay with those people because that helps solidify your brand. So, now, since my commentary was inspired by Bobby Heenan, and I've loved managers and management and professional wrestling, even even when I was a Hulkamaniac, I loved managers. You know, I loved Bobby Heenan. I loved what Bobby was up to. I loved, you know, uh, you know I, I started looking into managing, and I started doing some managing. Uh, and that's how I that, – that's why I, I still get reps in as a, a, a commentator – but I, I also manage, but, but to, to, to more definely answer your question, I don't know that I can say that I really have a, right. a real, a real preference betwixt the two. And the reason being is, is I love being in front of the crowd in the sense of, I love being a part of the story. I love being a part of the, the, the action. I love being that villain uh, or in the strange and off chances. I love being the, the baby face cheerleader manager. You know, that stuff's fun too. you know, uh, trying to, you know, help the referee catch the cheaters or being, you know, as I like to refer to it, Rob and the boy hostage when the heel is tired of me interfering. Now, 
but you know, at the same time, I love being a part of commentary. I love help telling, especially when you've got a good commentary team. When you've got a good commentary team, you just walk away. You don't even have to have actually got, done anything more than stand up to get a glass of water and sit back down. It, it, you, you can be so yes. emotionally invested, so excited, so, oh, that you're, you're just, at the end of the night, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. It was so much fun. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm really blessed uh, to to have the opportunity to work with Bob and really really uh, as, as great as Bob is doubly blessed to sit with Kevin Sullivan and mm-hmm. and, and work with Kevin now uh, I mean that man that man knows more about professional wrestling than I will ever live Absolutely. Uh, and and the fact that we have him as a part of our company much like having Teddy Long yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and you know, uh, because I mean, <laughs> Teddy, I mean, both of bo- both of those men deserve to be in every professional wrestling hall of fame there is. Period. Absolutely. End For of sure. story. Now, sure. uh, uh, but Teddy is unique in the fact, and he's unique uh, uh, across all of professional wrestling, uh, because uh, I, I want to say only maybe Ron Simmons has the same kind of uh, uniqueness in professional wrestling because not only are both of those men professional wrestling history, real yes. and true history. You know, first, uh, the, the first African-American tag team world champions yep. for, the, for the NWA, for anybody, yeah, was Doom. Ron Simmons uh, and Butch Reed, with Teddy Long as their manager. Professional wrestling history. Awesome. Not only professional wrestling history, not just that. And this is the thing that is, this is, this is the part that's staggering. And we do not understand how significant Teddy Long is. Yep. He is he's not just wrestling history. He is world and civil rights history because not, he's a part of that incredible moment in professional wrestling where an injustice was broken. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, and, and that's, I mean, and and the, I, I think the crazy thing is I don't know that Teddy fully realizes right. how significant he is. Don't get me wrong, Teddy thinks he's great, and he sh- and he deserves to, he because should. everybody everybody in our business think if you don't think you're great you're doing yourself a disservice. So right. don't misunderstand and think that I'm saying anything about Teddy and, and Teddy's hubris. That's not what I'm saying at all. Teddy's got the confidence that Teddy needs to have to, to survive this business. Uh, Cause this is a very hard business uh, to, to be a part of and, and to be successful at. And Teddy's not, Teddy's not only a, a piece of wrestling history, but he is, living civil rights history and that's one of the most incredible things and, and he lends that that expertise and that experience and that understanding to everything because he grasps the reality of these of this world that we're not going to be able to grasp because right. we haven't had those experiences right. we haven't had to fight those battles you know so teddy teddy probably knows better the the battle of good versus evil than any of us will ever understand. Yeah. No, and, and that's 
And, yeah, and that's what makes that what makes Teddy such an incredible asset. Yes. Uh, and then you know Kevin Sullivan. I mean, how 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 can how can we not be amazed that we've got the Taskmaster? Yes. Yeah, for real. You know, I mean, you know, he has he has touched some of, if not if not most of some of the greatest moments yes in our even crafted some of them yeah Mm, yeah yeah, absolutely well and and, you know and then you take a look at the rest of the people that are involved you know charlie mack jazz i mean come on literally and i will fight anyone even jazz although i'm not gonna win i'll fight anyone about this she is literally the greatest women's wrestling professional in the history of our business she is a legend mm-hmm. she's incredible professional wrestling would not be what it is today if it wasn't for jazz and her work in the ring yeah. now and but not to take anything away from from rodney rodney's incredible i've mm-hmm. learned so much from my association my french i know rodney just slightly longer uh i've known rodney just slightly longer than I've known Charlie, and Charlie's been a, a member of the Rabbit Empire for slightly longer than Charlie has. Um, and you know, it, it, the 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 depth of knowledge that that we have as Absolutely. part of the, the the core people in our company. Um, now, and our incredible growth. I mean, there's you know, and there's you know, there's, and it's not to take away from you know, any of the other companies that I've worked for in no way, shape or form, you know, a lot of the companies that I've worked for are, are, are amazing companies in their own right and have some t- tremendous things going for them. Well, um, but it, it's been a, a amazing blessing yes. uh, to, to work here and be a part of SWE Fury. And I hope to be a part of SWE Fury uh, for uh, as long as my career exists. Now I would really I, I I I hope and I pray for the day that you know we be we be one of those companies that that you say the big three and one of those initials for the big three is SWE. For sure. Now, and the thing now, it could very very possibly happen because you're growing more and more each show. Like our first show with the Carthage, the most recent Carthage show, and hmm. that was. I'm the youngest of our little friend group that had been watching wrestling and I never had the experience of the attitude era. Mm-hmm. And so I, like you were discussing earlier more, I was more into the exhibition style. Okay. Wrestling. And mm-hmm. then they bring me to the SWE show and it brings a whole new light on the wrestling for me. And oh, yeah. without a doubt, it, blew my mind i was like this is the kind of wrestling i want to see mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just thank you, thank you. and fantastic i i couldn't be happier going every single month I, it's thank just you very much. My month. for sure for sure and to circle back uh talking about uh uh, uh you're commentating versus uh managing i think i speak yeah. for everybody here man uh, you are exceptional at both you do a fantastic job uh, you quickly became uh, everyone's here favorite part of the show. Uh, we, we can't you know, you. come out, uh, 
everybody in the Rabbit Empire, especially War Kings, wow, you did a fantastic job adding them because uh, they instantly shot up to one of my favorite parts of the show. They are phenomenal, and I cannot wait, cannot wait to see them and OMGs in the same ring. Go oh, on. yeah, no. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, no, and, you know, I and I, I have to give it to the OMGs. When, when, when we yeah. descended upon them like locusts upon a field, I really expected the own because I mean, not to take anything away from from uh, uh, Mike and, and from Jonathan, but you know, when it comes to stature, they don't they don't line up no, right wise, size wise to uh, Crimson and Jacks. They they did they just don't. Now, uh, you know, you know, John. No, absolutely no. I mean, the adage of it is not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight and the dog. You know, those two lads have done a wonderful job representing SWE Fury. It's just my belief that the War Kings can do a better job. <laughs> you know, uh, it is what but, it is. But, but that battle is going to be amazing. It is. That battle is, 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 you know, I mean, just just from the fact that when we descended upon them and those two guys could have backed down. Yeah. They sure. could have. You know, and instead of going back to back and trying, they were standing side by side, all set. I mean, literally, if you go back and you replay that 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 moment in the show, I am scrambling to try and keep some level of order, and I am losing. Yeah. I, you know, I would have had to have started hitting people with Boris it, it, to, to to get some kind of. You know, the referee showed up and and stopped it because I wasn't ready to let the War Kings just beat on OMG and not walk right. away with, you know, with championship that. gold on their shoulders or around their waist. Right. That's the whole reason why I was stomping. Now, I wanted them to know that this was noticed, and I was hoping that what would happen is that they would get wound enough to say, let's do it now. Yeah. And he came in and stopped it. Now, and uh, – the SWE tag team division is going to pay the price for, for Teddy stopping it. And that's going up, man. It's not that's my not fault. fault. Raising the bar. No? Raising the bar, man. So to Thank that you. point, I want to, Nigel, I want to ask you about the vision of the Rabbit Empire as you see it. We've talked a lot about the talent and just the special ability of the entire roster of SWE Fury. Two-part question. Is there somebody that you have your eyes on as to joining the Rabbit Empire? And then separately, just in terms of their career, their trajectory in SWE Fury, somebody that you would recommend we keep an eye on as fans that you see going places. It's a very hard question to answer. And I'll tell you why. Both parts are very hard. Uh, because uh, as a manager in professional wrestling, um, you you don't just have your eye on one guy you you, you can't just look because you put your eggs in one basket and now it, it's kind of like with uh, with mr anderson you know if i put if everything had been in one basket with andrew where would i be right now mm -hmm. well I, I i would be showing wow. up at shows going maybe someday i'd be out there and and, and doing wrestling stuff guys you know um and, and you know, uh, you know, there, there's a, a lot of a lot of talent 
you know, I still have my eyes on Niles Planquet. You know, you know, you know, Baden, Baden and Bourgeois are, you know, great tag team. You know, I, I, you know, I haven't taken my eyes off of Charlie or Rodney. And I never, even though, you know, Max is never a member of the Empire, although he has been a part of a tag match that, that, you know, I, I was a manager over. Uh, well, uh, you know, but to say that there's one person uh, that I'm looking at, uh, you know, that's, that, 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 that narrows my field and narrows my vision. Now, I will tell you that uh, uh, as far as guys just in general keep your eyes on, you know, uh, you know guys like Bam Bam Malone, guys like uh, uh, Heartthrob Jaden Lee, um, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Apocalypse Adam Asher was, a, you know, a long-time alumni of the Rabbit Empire. Uh, well, uh, I mean, you, you, if you had asked me that question a month ago, I would have said, "Keep your eyes on, on Moonshine Mantel." And look what's happened with Moonshine. Uh, now, is now, now, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, the, our women's division, you know, is, is amazing. I've got my eyes on the on the on the women's division because you know, women women's championship gold is is, is you know it's it's championship gold is championship gold is championship gold. Now, gender, uh, gender has nothing to do with a fighter's capabilities, with a fighter's skill, with a fighter, you know, uh, and if it wasn't for the fact that some people in this world have to have a qualification to understand, mm. um, you know, uh, you know, well, I, I would prefer that, you know, we not refer to, you know, a, a, a you know, women's, I mean, we not refer to a women's division. You know, it, you know, it, it's it's this wrestling champion and this wrestling champion, but we need qualifiers to be able to to understand. You know, I I, I get that categories. Our brains work better when we've got categories. Um, but you know, I mean, for for the women, you know, Marty Bell is incredible. Miranda Gordy will never stop being incredible. Miranda Gordy, I've known Miranda her entire career, uh, and she has done nothing but improve every single year she's you know she she's a great uh, a great person and a great competitor and you know i i i i love the more vicious miranda well i i look forward to you know more in that now uh you know and, and we've had you know uh, talent like you know maddie renkowski and, and you know uh you know uh, alex garcia and you know we, we've got we've had all of this incredible talent now i mean whether you love him or you hate him, uh, Mr. Warsaw and, and the work that he's been doing for us. And uh, you now well, we've, we've got a tremendous roster. And as a manager, it is my job to keep my eyes on all of them and mm -hmm. understand what the, the value and the benefit for all of them. Because that's the only way that I am going to grow the rabbit empire to where I want the rabbit empire to be and where I want the rabbit empire to be is to uh, be synonymous with uh, greatest wrestling stable in the history of professional wrestling. 
I've got some very stiff competition. You know, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's going to be very hard to dethrone the NWO. Uh, it's going to be very hard to dethrone the Heenan family. Uh, but I, I, I fully believe that uh, SWE Fury not only has the talent to be able to do it, uh, but will also attract the talent to be able to do it as we continue to grow. Because SWE, as I've said earlier, is the fastest growing wrestling company in the world. And you don't grow without being great. Not at the rate we're growing. You just don't. No. Now, no. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, like we mentioned earlier, in 30,000 homes in America, not counting or 30 million homes, not 30,000, 30 million homes in America, pardon me, 30 million homes in America. And that's counting what is able to be seen internationally on Fight TV, internationally on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, I, I think that, uh, you know, I've got, I've got a real chance at, at being able to uh, lead the empire into making a real mark in professional wrestling. No and that's doubt. exciting. No doubt. You know, what I know to be true throughout history is if empires aren't expanding, they're declining. And so you, I think you have a very tough task ahead in figuring out how your empire grows and how you lead it to success. Um, and so on that note, uh, I also wanted to ask too about Brittany's uh, competition. Uh, we've heard a little bit about it. I don't know if you have oh, yeah. anything for us. Um, yeah, no, the, uh, she's, uh, she's doing the uh, Miss Health and Fitness competition for uh, 2021. Uh, it's an opportunity to be a cover model for uh, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Health and Fitness. Uh, and apparently there's a cash prize. I didn't, I didn't realize that until... To read, reading, reading the thing the other day went oh there's money involved um, yeah there's, yeah uh but um uh she's doing she's doing quite well and given the fact that she is not a bodybuilder she is not a fitness model um she's a very beautiful woman don't get me wrong i'm not saying she's not um but she doesn't come from any of those backgrounds she wow. has made it into the uh, uh the top five top five uh, yeah. and as of the last time that I looked, she's currently fourth, which uh, isn't isn't a terrible thing. But it's not where we, you know. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would love it if she was at one. Uh, I would, I would, I would be okay with it at three, uh, because I believe that the uh, once voting ends this next run, uh, it will go down to the final three, and then it'll be you know you know one because it it seems seems pedantic to go all right so we're done to final three now we're down to the final two it's like you know it's, if, if you get to the final two and the same person's been the final one i mean, I mean what do you do yeah i mean the, the, I, I, disheartening would be but you know, it's, but uh, i think they're going to get to final three and once they get to final three whoever is, is in the first place at the end of the final three um but i would love it if she she were able to uh make the final three um i'm very proud of her I'm, I'm very proud. my best to to vote every day and uh, you, you do very well at uh sharing the link and so does she so anybody listening go go click that link and vote for her, man let's get her up there hashtag yes vote for thank you yes yes yeah hashtag vote for Brittany. now and the other thing is i really feel that that Brittany is actually who 
Mrs. Health and Fitness really yeah. needs because uh, it's it's one thing. I mean, bodybuilders, tremendous. You know, uh, you know, uh, great physiques. You know, uh, uh, powerful. Uh, you know, statuesque women. Uh, you know, fitness models very much the same. But these are people who are professionally fit, professionally healthy. Uh, I, I, and, you know, I, I think that one of the things that, that we kind of miss out on in society is we tend to put, uh, we, we tend to put, this is the ideal X. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, for, for so many years, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and the way that, 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 that this country looked at Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and actually all over the world world looked at Arnold Schwarzenegger because of, of you know he was the statue of David if it was carved out of muscle you know, yes. you know but we as normal people who don't have the resources the time uh, or, or the ability to focus on nothing but fitness you know we've got you know jobs and we're doing things we're trying to live life you know you know, we don't have sponsorships or we don't have, you know, somebody who is, uh, you know, uh, our, our patron or, you know, whatever things like that to, to help us achieve those kinds of goals. Us normal people look at those and go, wow, that's impressive, but I'll yeah. never be that. Uh, and, and I think that Brittany and her fitness journey has been, uh, you know, I don't even think, I know she's been very inspirational. We, she actually... Yeah. Sure. She received a, a, a mess. She's received a couple of messages from some of the people on Facebook who've been following us, who've been watching what's going on. Uh, and uh, one one uh, one person in particular had come to her looking for uh, fitness advice because you know she was inspired, and, and she had other health complications that you know not my business to share. But she had other health complications that made her feel like she wasn't able to. Right. But watching Brittany and watching how Brittany has been growing uh, with her fitness journey had really excited and, and, and made her feel like this is something that's possible. Uh, and so, she, yeah, I, and, and, and I think, you know, I think, uh, you know, if the health, if the Mrs. Health and Fitness people end up listening to this, uh, you know, uh, win, lose or draw, you, you really need to have somebody uh, like mm -hmm. Brittany. And, and I feel personally, specifically Brittany. Uh, because the problem I think today with a lot of, pro a, a lot of health and fitness is that we look at, at people who are, uh, that, that idealized yes. and, and this, this is the goal now. And a lot of us will never, ever no. be in triple, triple H's shape. No, uh, no, no, no. I mean, you know the, the 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 guys the guy is is well probably in his you know late fifties at this point and he is more fit than I have been combined my entire life. You know if, if we brought the sum total of all of the athleticism that Nigel Rabbit ever was. Now, right. you need something uh, that people can reach for that is normalized and and it's still beautiful. You know it, yeah. It, it doesn't have you beauty doesn't have to be just this right and, and right. she embodies absolutely that. she embodies yeah. that it's, it's yeah. very great yeah, yeah very thank you uh, on, her, on, her, on her behalf thank you yeah. um you know and, and, and i think that's one of the other things that we have in, in 
modern culture as a failing is, is that we, we only look at one thing for what beauty is. Right. Um, now, uh, we forget that, that uh, uh, mind, soul, and heart are important too. So, you know, there are a lot of very beautiful people who are, once you get past the physical, are, are very terrible people. Uh, and my heart as a human being goes out to those people because once, once, once this it's stops, yeah. you know, you, you have to relearn how to, how to, to entreat people to be interested in you as a human being. And that's, you know, that's why there's such a decided difference between Nigel as the character and Nigel is the person it is because now, well, yeah, I, I, I've done, I've done some interesting living as a human being. Uh, and I've got, I don't know if, if some unique viewpoints, but now, well, uh, I, I, I try to be as a person idealized to, you know, my father's an Episcopal priest. Now I, I try to model a lot of my thought on, you know, the, the, now it's rather cliche, but you know, what would Jesus do now? Um, you know, and that's, and when I say that, I say that in a, from what the teachings and the descriptions of the man is not what people push uh, on you. Yeah. No, not, not, not the, the, scriptural and the you know because you know the ideal of what would jesus do is uh you know it ultimately boils boils down to you know you know love the lord your god all your heart all your soul all your mind this is the greatest of all commandments and second only unto that is love your neighbor as yourself and do unto others as you would have them do unto you right and herein lies all of the law and that's a that's a horrible paraphrase, by the way. Uh, but you know, for the, for those listening who who you know are not not within the Christian faith, you know, take that from from a more abstract point of view. And uh, when I say the Lord your God, that's whatever your God is. I'm not going to tell you who to who to believe in. Now, you want to talk to me about it? Message me on Facebook. I'll be happy to discuss it with you. Uh, and when I say discuss, I mean literally discuss. You know, I have a lot of friends who are, who, who you know are on every side. Uh, of every kind of you know equation now i'm not here to you know, i'm not here to judge that's not my thing now my character might judge you but me as a human being i'm not here to judge you now i'm here to treat people well uh do my best to uh elevate myself professionally the very best way that i can elevate myself professionally uh and of course help raise sw fury to being the one of the if not the very best professional wrestling company in the world absolutely nigel uh we, we, you've been so gracious with your time we thank you so much for joining us uh we have enjoyed it thoroughly i know i have i think i speak for everybody here but uh we don't want to take up no more of your time hopefully we can set something up because we, we we can sit and talk to you for Days. for forever yeah. and we, there's so much we thank more you. we can discuss so uh, maybe uh, we can set something up, you and Brittany. But yeah. thank you so much, so much for coming on. Uh, guys, oh, yeah. any last closing comments for Nigel? Yeah, I just Please. asked Nigel if you have any parting words. Uh, you want to talk about the upcoming SWE Fury show and uh, the future <laughs> of the company as you see it. Well, let's, let's talk about 
July 24th in Lubbock, Texas. West Texas Fury Fest. You see, as we've discussed many times on this broadcast, Teddy Long made an edict. He said the War Kings are going to have to climb the ladder. I'm here to tell you right here, right now, no shades to block my eyes. You can see right into my very soul. Believe me when I tell you, the War Kings are coming. It doesn't matter what mountaintop you've climbed. It doesn't matter if you've never been to the very top. You see, the War Kings are going to climb that ladder rung by bloody rung. And at the end of the day, you are going to see golden straps around the waist of Jack's Dane and Crimson, the War Kings, and you are going to say what I have said all along. The sun never sets on the rabbit empire. <laughs> Great, man. Great. Nigel, thank you so much. That's a wrap. And thank you for everybody watching. And Thanks, Nigel. I'll be happy to come back anytime you guys want me to. Just let's work out, you know, schedule. Uh, and I, uh, if you'd like to do a show with Brittany, feel free to reach out to her. Um, yes. You know, I, I'm sure she'd be happy to. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, uh, for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, thank you for supporting SWE Fury. Yes, uh, now, well, with that being said, thank everybody for listening.